No longer in apartment 125, but it is surely unfiltered. Welcome back to 125 Unfiltered. I'm Joshua Dolgoff. I've got another list for you guys today, but it's not going to be a top 10. I'm just doing a top five because I've got five potential breakout candidates for UNC Athletics this fall. I've done my research and compiled five athletes that you need to keep your eye on this upcoming season. Now, I love fall sports at UNC. There are so many good ones, but there are definitely three that I covered the most and watched the most. That's football, women's soccer, and field hockey. So those are going to be the three that I'm going to hone in on today. Now, when I talk about a breakout candidate, what does that classify as before I hop into my list? That could be they had an injury last year and weren't able to perform. It could be they didn't perform up to expectations, or it could just be that they did not get enough opportunities, and I think that they're going to be able to get more of them, and they're going to capitalize on them due to their great skill. We've got so many great athletes at UNC. I'm very excited to get this one started. Let's start with the athlete that I think is going to be the biggest breakout star in all of UNC sports, and that is Allie Sentnor on the women's soccer team. She is going to be a sophomore this year. And if you didn't know, last year, when she was a freshman, first 15 minutes of her first game in a Tar Heel uniform, she unfortunately goes down with a really bad knee injury and she tears her ACL. She was out for the entire season, had a rehab, and it looks like she's going to be back and ready to go for her sophomore season, which I'm so excited about because, again, I've done my research and I didn't know this. But she was the 2019 Sports Illustrated Sports Kid of the Year. She's been a part of the U.S. Women's National Team youth program throughout high school pretty much. And in 21 appearances, she's had 16 goals. She is a star. She's an amazing scorer, it seems like. And I'm so excited to see her play this upcoming season. Now, I also have to say, I went to her social media because I... Saw a story about her uh, by a UNC student by the name of Jacob Karabatsis. He's been on the podcast a few times. An amazing story. You guys need to go watch that. But she was documenting her progress on Instagram every month with videos and, and messages and telling how there were so many ups and downs. And I just thought that was so captivating for an athlete to, de- to suffer probably the most devastating injury in soccer for sure. A knee injury is no small feat when it comes to overcoming injuries, especially in a sport where obviously you're using your feet for everything almost. Uh, but seeing how open and honest she was about the injury process and how she was making good progress or there would be a couple steps back and how hard it was, I just really admire that uh, just because it, that's a, it takes a lot of vulnerability to be okay with letting your entire following base uh, and all your fans to see and get in-depth look at your progress uh, when recovering from an injury because some athletes kind of stay in the dark and don't talk to anyone about it or some are super vocal, but I just thought, and I and watching the videos for month one, month two, and watching the progress of it all was really, really cool seeing how, I mean, with an ACL injury, you have to relearn how to run. Pretty much, she just started with small movements, and then she got to small soccer drills, and then as it progressed to her shooting and sprinting and change of direction, I just thought it was such an interesting way to, I guess, tell your journey to your fans, and I'm certainly one of them now because I love an injury comeback story, and I think she's going to light it up for UNC soccer this season. Now, obviously, we know women's soccer had a down year last year. They didn't make the ACC tournament for the first time under Anson Dorrance, great coach. They also got knocked out in the first round of the NCAA tournament, South Carolina 1-0. And I think 
the thing that was the most lacking from what I saw was a consistent go-to goal scorer. And I think Sentinel could definitely be that goal scorer where, hey, you need someone to go rip off a shot. She's the one who can do it. Uh, And I think the leading goal scorer last year was five or six goals. Uh, They surely missed that. And I think that's what she can add this year up top because their passing is so good, but they just could not capitalize on their opportunities. There were a lot of great crosses, a lot of great runs. Um, They just couldn't get enough goals in the back of the net last season. So adding a talented scorer like Sentinor is really going to help, and I think she's going to be an absolute stud. I am calling it. She's going to be the biggest breakout athlete for UNC, not only in the fall, but the entire season, the entire school year. So excited to see her in action to see what she's all about. Next, we're going to UNC football. Coming back for his fifth season, British Brooks, I think, is going to be a breakout player for football this year. Last year, did not get many opportunities. He only had 31 carries for 295 yards. But he had, the way he ended the season is why I think he's going to be by far our best lead back this year against NC State. He had 15 rushes for 124 yards. In the bowl game versus South Carolina, he had a really nice 63-yard touchdown. And I just think seeing those signs, the encouraging signs at the end of the season, which was Definitely a disappointing season. For sure, we underachieved, but Ty Chandler still had a very, very good alone season for the Tar Heels, and we need someone to fill his void, and I think it's going to be British Brooks. He should be the main guy, in my opinion, to replace Ty Chandler. Also, he's he was special teams MVP the past two seasons, so he surely has value on that side of the ball. You cannot forget about the third phase of football. It can win or lose games. We saw that because all we needed to do was recover an onside kick against NC State and the collapse would have never happened. But I love the way British Brooks runs. He runs hard. He has solid speed, good power for a back. I think British Brooks is primed to have a star-studded fifth season as a Tar Heel. And I didn't know as well that he was a walk-on at UNC. He's from Gastonia, so he's nearby the area. I'm surely going to be rooting for him. I also just think he's better than DJ Jones. We'll see how Caleb Hood does. Uh, He was a bit injured last season, but the job, in my opinion, should be Brooks's to lose. Let's stick with UNC football for this third potential breakout star. I'm going to go with Tony Grimes. I think this is the year he makes the pro jump and announces himself as one of the best cornerbacks in the ACC. Now, he had an amazing freshman year, in my opinion, especially with how he ended it. Had a great pick against Miami and Hard Rock Stadium when we won like 63-26. to One of the most fun games I've watched. But I feel like he took a bit of a step back last year. I feel like he got beaten coverage more than he should have. He was ACC honor, uh, honorable mention. He had nine pass breakups, which was good for fifth in the ACC. 47 tackles, two for loss. So I don't think he played bad by any means because the defense was surely atrocious last year but I just don't think he played up to what we expected of a former five-star recruit because his freshman year he showed why he was ranked that high of a recruit but again thought he got beat a little too much in coverage made too many mistakes Um, but I think this is the year he cleans it all up and he makes a massive leap to the point where maybe he can declare for the NFL draft and be a first second third round pick maybe I, I definitely think he uh, can make that jump. He's got really, really good ball instincts, I think. He does a good job, you know, breaking up passes, keeping the eye on the ball. Got good athleticism, good speed. Um, I'm sure he understands coverages very well. Uh, but 
I, the only reason I'm keeping him here as a breakout star is just because of how he was last season. I think he can be the lockdown corner for this team. This is a defense that's going to be very good compared to last year. It's going to be a lot better, I think. I think the defensive line has got a lot of solid pieces. I mean, we got Travis Shaw up there, five-star recruit. Um, obviously, the linebacker core, we got Power Eccles in there, Cedric Gray. I think they're going to continue to do a good job. But it's the secondary that was a huge problem for us last year. And I think Grimes is going to be the one to step it up. Because that secondary, aside from Kyler McMichael, they're all returning. JQ, Jaquirius Conley, he's coming back. Um, you got Cameron Kelly, he's coming back. So I, I'm I'm really confident that Tony Grimes is gonna is gonna be a lot better than he was last year. Uh, and again, I'm excited to see it because he's got so much potential. I know he can make it in the NFL. Um, just because you're a five star recruit, that doesn't mean you're going to. So it's all up to him. But I would love to see him become that lockdown corner that I think people saw him to potentially be his freshman year. Now let's talk a little field hockey for this next one because fourth breakout star. Peyton Worth, I think she's going to be a name to look out for to be a consistent scorer next to the one and only Aaron Matson. This is a field hockey team that was three-time defending national champions, but they lost to Northwestern in the round of 16, unfortunately, and they lost a good amount of seniors. No Cassie Sumfest anymore, no Hannah Griggs. Meredith Shoulder did announce that she is going to come back for her fifth season, so you get some help there in the midfield, but I think Peyton Worth surely can especially with how she played her first season in Chapel Hill, because she transferred from Penn State to UNC after one year. But in 2020, first time or first season with the team, six goals, nine assists, 21 points, which is second on the team that year. And last year, she only had two goals and three assists. And I feel like she's going to be able to offer a lot more this year, especially when we need to fill the void that Griggs and Sumfest left because they would score a bit and uh, uh, both of them great passers and they created a lot of scoring opportunities so I'm looking for Worth to uh, kind of fill that gap. 11 caps for Team USA as well uh, from what I've seen from her she's got good stick skills she's very speedy I think got a good shot she's got a scores mentality I think from from the clips that I saw of her I just think she has a knack to create chances whether it's you know, with the pass or with the shot. Um, and then also the fact that sometimes when people leave, it creates an opportunity for someone to step up. And I think Peyton Worth is going to be the one to step up for Coach Shelton. Look for UNC to bounce back after not winning the national title last year because that is obviously the expectation, especially with Aaron Matson going into her last season. We'd love to see a fairy tale ending there. Very excited to be back at Karen Shelton Stadium to see them ball out on the field. Last breakout star, Going back to women's soccer, we started with women's soccer. We're going to end with women's soccer because I think another breakout star to look for is another striker, but she's from across the pond. Emily Murphy, I think, can really, really become an amazing striker and score for this team. And the thing is, we saw that the first part of the season. Her first seven games, she had four goals and four assists. As a freshman, she came out just jumping and sprinting out of the tunnel. Uh, an amazing start to a freshman year, but unfortunately she got hurt for a month. She had to miss the Duke game. And when she came back from injury, it just seemed like, not that she wasn't the same, but the opportunities just weren't there as much. She only had one goal and two assists. That was in eight games. Um, but I just think with how she played the first half of her season, she really showed signs of being a go-to goal scorer. She's fast. She's really, really fast. She makes amazing runs. She's got a good knack of moving off ball, got a good shot. It just always seems like she's in a position to score 
And not only that, I think for a striker, she's very selfless. She's a good passer from what I saw. Six assists is not nothing to slouch over for a, a striker. So I think Emily Murphy with Sentinor back, you got some, some consistent scores who can really pack a punch on their shot. You got some speed up there. And I just think that Murphy just has that fire in her. Like you could see it. She would really like fire her team up when she was on the field. That presence I just think was so needed during the middle part of the season when she went down. But this is going to be a team that I'm going to keep my eye on. And you should too, because this is one of the most successful college programs in sports history, pretty much. They've won 22, 23 national championships, something like that. Uh, so for their failures last season with the, uh, pretty much the same team coming back, aside from Claudia Dickey and goal, even Rachel Jones is returning for her fifth year. I think this team thinks they have a lot to prove, and they're going to be so fun to watch. You can expect me to be at almost all their games, including the Duke game in Durham. I want revenge for that. Still not over that loss. Just a little bit as fun as it was, but Emily Murphy is going to be the last breakout star just because we saw what she did the first half of the season when she was fully healthy. I think she's going to be able to repeat that and do it all again because, like I said, this team needs goal scorers, and I'm relying on Murphy and Sentinor to be those goal scorers. And that's the thing, though. They have so many other players who can score. Emily Colton had a really amazing season. Same with Avery Patterson. Uh, this is a really talented team that I think is going to flourish this year. I'm so excited to watch these teams in action when I get back to campus. I'm pretty sure like August 6th or 7th, there are already going to be games. I think women's soccer plays um, on one of those days. So very, very uh, happy that I got to talk about some UNC athletics. We're getting closer to that time, but that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see what top 10 I have for you guys next, and I will speak to you next time.